everyone. Uh, welcome to the Shadron Berean Church Podcast. I'm Pastor Justin, and today is Friday, July 29th, 2022. Glad you joined us. Um, today I've got a devotional for us called Two More Pests That We Deal With. But first I've got a few announcements for you. Um, one, in preparation for Sunday, um, one announcement is that in our God Designed Marriage series, um, I plan to talk about the intimate side of the marriage relationship. So parents, um, if you have younger children that you would like to sit out on this one, or uh, at least until you hear the sermon yourself, um, I understand. And we've made arrangements to provide not only nursery care this Sunday, but also children's church. And so the children can be dismissed immediately after the worship and song or after um, Will Fellows shares a little bit. He's one of our missionaries. Will and Shanna Fellows are going to be here as well. Um, they're going to be sharing with us about during the Sunday school hour and then very briefly during the main service. So please uh, come to Sunday school at 915. Show your support for them. Get to know them. They're a wonderful couple, great couple. They have a lot of good uh, missionary stories. I uh, love them both. Will was uh, one of my teachers in Bible school over at Frontier School of the Bible. Um, he taught missions, and so I'm excited to have him here. Um, he is a joy uh, to be around, a great teacher, great encouragement. So please come to Sunday school. And uh, uh, third, uh, we have uh, that care ministry thing starting up. The care ministry, this is a way for you to get involved in in the church. I mean, obviously... Um, We've all been caring for one another. There's various uh, uh, needs that are being volunteered for and met spontaneously throughout the church. But this is really the way, uh, our way of like working the body, the, the, the body of Christ, seeing that the body is healthy, it's fit, it's organized. And so um, um, be praying about how the Lord would have you serve um, with your gifts in one of these care ministry areas. Please remember to fill out that care ministry form. And uh, get those posted on the care ministry boards out in the foyer. And then lastly, there's the garden basket. It's, it's uh, The garden basket is back out <laughs> this year. Uh, this time of year, it's back by the connection point. If you have any garden produce that you would like to share. And I uh, will use that as a lead into our devotional because um, it is gardening season. We talked a lot about... Uh, gardens the garden of our souls last sunday gardens take a lot of work they uh, and diligence and care and so do our souls right we have to tend the garden of our souls and um now this last sunday i told you about how um my my uh, my uh, squash plants my cucurbits plants like the the cucumbers the squash the pumpkins um, I've lost several squash or cucurbit plants uh, due to some squash bugs. Um, however, I've also had several other pests this year trying to keep my garden from flourishing. I've had slugs. Uh, that was a first. I've had grasshoppers and corn earworm and corn rootworm and earwigs all going after all these good fruits in my garden. And um, gardens can be full of pests, uh, but so can marriages. And we've already looked at uh, the pests of selfishness and unforgiveness. But there's also two more pests that I want to chat about with you right now. And the first pest is the too busy termite. The too busy termite. The too busy termite is a pest that day after day and week after week gnaws away at the framework of our marriages. Uh, while we're busy with the daily grind from 8 to 5, microwaving hot pockets, 
in and out the door, running kids around to every sort of event or practice. These little bugs are going to town, just gnawing away at the fabric of our homes, the foundations, the framework. And while we're too busy to do a proper inspection of our homes and our marriages, little by little, these little guys erode our oneness to the point where we feel like we don't even know our spouse anymore. And Ephesians 5, 15 through 16 would, would exhort us, therefore be careful how you walk, right? The, the sensible man thinks about how he's walking through life. Be careful how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. The days are evil. And uh, in the days of overstimulation uh, that we're living in, uh, I would recommend exterminating this termite by putting the cell phones down and frequently going on relaxing walks or date nights with, with your spouse. Um, if you go to a restaurant, uh, try to find a, a corner booth or, or some, some place in the restaurant. Look around when you walk in and find a place of least distraction. And ask your waitress or waiter if you can sit there. Right? Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings is typically not the best place to go for a date because there's TVs everywhere. And I know if there's a TV behind my wife's head, I'm going to have a lot of trouble communicating with her. Uh, we love Buffalo Wild Wings. We go there um, often. But uh, there's times where you need to think about uh, the distractions when you go to sit, go to, go out on a date with your, with your spouse. Um, I find that my wife and I tend to have the most meaningful and uh, necessary needed conversations about the direction of our marriage and the direction of our family in uh, in these moments be it on a on a walk several walks we try to go go on throughout the week in the evenings uh, especially during the summertime beautiful time and um, or out on a date and I never want to be too busy for these moments and uh, sometimes we uh, intentionally put the kids uh, to bed early uh, so that we can spend the last hour of the night just talking and praying or uh, budgeting or whatever whatever we have to do, whatever deals with the direction of our home. That's, that's when some of the serious conversations take place. And uh, Chuck Swindoll wrote, No amount of fanatical zeal or noble calling will ever justify the destruction of a home. I don't care how religious the reason or how spiritual the squirrel cage Hear the testimony of a former workaholic. Get rid of the too busy termite or else. Get rid of the too busy termite or else. See, I got that idea from Chuck Swindoll in his book, um, Strike the Original Match. It's an older book, um, one that they're not printing anymore. So if you get a copy, you probably have to get it off of thrift books. But I would recommend it. If I could have got uh, those books, uh, Strike the Original Match, uh, in, in you know, in bulk for our church, I got this book by Chip Ingram. It's great, but if I could have, I would have gotten that book for our church because it's fantastic. Anyway, the second pest is the forget-me-not flea. The forget-me-not flea. And this pest doesn't want you to forget previously forgiven offenses. Even though you've forgiven your offender, this is a pesky flea that keeps uh, wanting you to scratch the itch of the offense, right? Keeps wanting to bring the offense to mind and says things to you um, like they don't deserve your love, they don't deserve your, you know, your your trust, your un- unconditional forgiveness. No more, Mister Nice Guy, right? Get get revenge already. Um, this flea refuses you, refuses to let you forget about offenses, and uh, that happens. I mean, there's some offenses that there's there's no way. 
um, we're ever going to forget these. Now, we may very well forget, forget, or forgive and forget an offense, and praise the Lord when that happens. My wife told me about something the other day that happened in like the first year of our marriage, and I have no recollection of it whatsoever. But um, um, there's certainly no way that we can just make ourselves. We can just we can't just purge the memory of an offense, even if we really want to. Um, some again are, are just impossible to forgive because of the the scars are so deep. But you you may have heard that uh, God forgives and forgets. But again, this is impossible for him too. He's an omniscient God, which means he knows all things. He can't forget. However, now what it means, what we mean when we say that is that he he refuses to. I'm guessing what most people say when they mean that is that he refuses to bring up the past offenses, uh, our past offenses against him, and he refuses to you know call us out on them or act on them still. So he's he's forgiven us. It's done. It's over with. He's not going to bring it up again. And um, that's what verses like Hebrews 12 and 10:17 mean when they say that he doesn't remember our sins, um, their sins and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. He doesn't forget them. He can't because he's God. But uh, he's not going to bring it up. He's not holding them against us. He has released us from them forever. Uh, Micah 7.19 says, You will again have compassion on us. You will tread our sins underfoot and hurl all our iniquities into the depths of the sea. Um, I love that. He, he, he not only throws our sins into the depths of the sea where no one can reach them and no man can go, um, he, he he stomps them under his feet before he does. Um, yeah, when God forgives our sins, he throws them into the depths of the ocean after stomping on them, and then he puts up a no fishing sign. Um, he can't bring them back up. And, you know, whenever this, this forget-me-not-flea uh, tries to bring some sort of past offense to mind, uh, let the flea know that you have tread the offense under your foot. And... Uh, you have thrown it into the depths of the sea. You know, just like we shouldn't dwell on thoughts of, uh, and this is important, uh, not to dwell on them, because just like you wouldn't dwell on thoughts of lust or hatred, would you? Right? So um, that's that's sin, to, to dwell on such thoughts. So that's the same thing when it comes to past offenses. It, it leads to a spiritual sin. Um, a physical sin would be something like immorality, some sort of uh, fornication, sexual immorality. But a spiritual sin is, is that that takes place on the inside, in the heart, lust, hatred, um, dwelling on past offenses, unforgiveness. Um, we need to learn to take these thoughts captive when they, when that forget-me-not flea comes. And, and you need to take the thought captive and just make it obedient to Christ. Uh, refuse to, to, to use... Uh, past grievances for leverage. Refuse to bring them up. Refuse to dwell on them. Bury the flea as many times as you have to. And soak it in pesticide while you're at it. Okay? Um, Luke 6.38. I'll leave us with this. It says, Pardon and you will be pardoned. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured out into your lap. For me- with the measure you use will be measured to you. So, uh, encouraging you to deal with the pests in your heart and in the garden of your soul and in your marriages. Um, This is Pastor Justin. Have a great weekend.